0: This is Leaders Lens, the show that reveals what it really takes to become a great leader. I'm Jacob Espinoza, a Fortune 500 Leadership Consultant and Director of Creator Success at Workweek. Let's go.
1: GB, one thing you called out was all the feedback being positive, but then I also think the flip side of it is the mistake is like we only give credit, we think feedback is only critical. And I find a lot of new managers, when I say the word feedback, they go, okay, what's my team doing wrong? And I'm like, no, 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 stop. Like, you can also tell them what's going right. And that is also feedback because you're reinforcing good behaviors. And so I think like with managers, it's sometimes the mistake is either you swing to one side too much or you do that sick thing with the sandwich method.
0: We are back at the Leaders Lens podcast. Two incredible people. Heva and Gabrielle, amazing minds, incredible leaders, authors of the one-on-one And I hate it here newsletters. If you're not already subscribed, what are you doing with your life? We'll put the links in the show notes so you can check it out. But we're going to talk to you today about providing effective feedback. If you're a manager at any level, you're managing people. If you're not able to provide effective feedback, you're not helping your team be at their best. Let's start with what people get wrong. I want to get straight to the value here. So when you think about providing effective feedback, what are mistakes that you see managers make most often?
1: Oh, this is such a good question. I'm not giving examples. Nothing gets on my nerves more than getting feedback that doesn't have examples. But then when managers are like, I don't want you to do this thing and they've never seen that person do that thing, why are you giving that feedback?
0: That's a good one. And I think especially depending on the level of the employee, but if you're working with somebody new to the position, I think sometimes we come with the approach, like we want to coach them to help them understand. We want them to do some self-discovery on their own. But in reality, if they've never done this thing, we're going to get a lot further by just painting the picture for them, giving them the specific information. This is what you need to do to be successful in this role, and sometimes even demonstrating it. And those specific examples can go so, so far. GB, how about you? What's, what are mistakes you see leaders commonly make when it comes to the world of giving feedback?
2: I went into automatic writing mode off to the side. So I wouldn't forget my thoughts. And I came up with like four so quick. I love it. Let's go. Um, but I, so this is, it's going to piggyback off of what Hibba just shared, but i always tell people like if someone is giving you feedback and it's not specific and it's not actionable, it's not feedback period. So Mm -hmm. I think like people, number one, like the biggest problem that people have with feedback besides that is just not giving the feedback or thinking that feedback is only positive feedback or feedback is only given during performance reviews. So I think just not doing it and not doing it in a timely manner is a big part of this too. And then, yeah, I mean, those are the real big things. Like not giving the feedback, it only being positive, giving feedback too late after the fact, or just having unactual feedback. Like, Hey, I see that you're doing this thing and I don't like it. I'm like, I don't know what to do with that information. Yeah. Right. But if Show me, or you tell me, like, hey, this thing is happening because of this. So if you try something different instead, here's what'll happen, and here's how you do it. Then I'm like, oh, I get it. I can apply it, and now we can actually get better. And I don't know why I didn't write this one down, but like giving feedback on personality when it's not needed is probably the ickiest form of feedback in the entire world.
1: Yeah. Wait, you read my stat, right, about how women and underrepresented groups get more feedback about their personality than men do
2: in the workplace? Listen, we're just getting hit on both sides on that one, Hibba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't think I'm nice? F you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or someone's like, you're just so, uh, you're being really aggressive. I'm like, please don't ever say that word to me ever again.
1: Mm. i found that one a lot, actually.
2: Yeah. Where I'm
1: too direct. I'm like, oh, so you want me to lie to you? Yeah. <laughs>
0: That is, that is really interesting feedback. I hear that a lot where a manager will say, well, I was told in the past I was being too direct. And the problem yeah. probably wasn't they were being too direct. It probably was that the person they were talking to felt like they didn't care about them as a person. And so they came across as like rude or condescending. But being direct is a strength. Yeah. Like we should be direct when we're, we're providing feedback. And, a, and yeah. something that GB called out was like the consistency of the feedback and the urgency behind it. Because how urgent we are with feedback it is part of the feedback itself, whether it's critical or if it's recognition, waiting a week to provide that feedback or provide that recognition, it just tells the person we're working with that we had a week's worth of things that were a higher priority than giving them this message. And so it makes it feel like the message isn't actually important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. GB, one thing you called out was all the feedback being positive. But then I also think the flip side of it is the mistake is like we only give credit. We think feedback is only critical. And I find a lot of new managers when I say the word feedback, they go, OK, what's my team doing wrong? And I'm like, no, 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 stop. Like, you can also tell them what's going right. And that is also feedback because you're reinforcing good behaviors. And so I think like with managers, it's sometimes the mistake is either you swing to one side too much. Or you do that sick thing with the sandwich method. Mm -hmm.
0: Who invented the sandwich method? It's like the worst thing ever in leadership. It's
1: let me take you to some highs and then I'm going to take you to some lows and then I'm going to come back to
0: the yeah. highs.
2: And then basically your employee's getting red black. Yeah. I'm having a flashback moment because I was in an interview like years ago, man- like interviewing for a manager position and I had only ever been taught that the best way to give feedback was the sandwich method. So the person goes, the hiring manager's like, hey, how do you give feedback? And I like, so confidently was like, let me tell you about the sandwich method. <laughs> like, I answer the question and he goes, I actually hate that answer. He's like it's actually the most ineffective way to give feedback. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get a call back to move to the next <laughs> one. <laughs> I think it would be so
1: funny if you're like and then I got the job. We all we Yeah,
2: what's
0: what's no, no, no. the struggle with
2: Very very direct. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think this is like that's proof of concept, right? Like, he was direct, you made a change, but if he had provided the feedback on the sandwich method by using the sandwich method you would have left being like oh i did pretty good you know what i mean you wouldn't have understood <laughs> yeah. the urgency of needing to make that change i
2: don't know i'm a pretty critical person where like someone could tell me 10 good things but they said one thing that was wrong and i'm like what is wrong with me <laughs> <laughs> i'm a bottom performer i'm never You're gonna bottom. be a <laughs> bottom on the barrel this is bikini bottom performance right now out here with fucking patrick
0: <laughs> <laughs> who's patrick
2: SpongeBob. Patrick, Patrick, the starfish from. Oh, SpongeBob. okay.
0: I'm sorry, I missed it. <laughs> I
2: gotta,
0: I gotta get out more. I gotta get out more. I ruined
2: that. The TV. I
0: ruined that moment yeah. for sure.
2: You're good. You're good. No, you made the moment. You made.
0: The moment. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, I think what happens, it's kind of interesting. You hear, you see both sides of the sandwich method, where you have one t- type of performer that they missed the recognition in it because they're so focused on the criticism. But then you have the other type of person that only hears the recognition and completely like, glazes over the criticism. So they don't make the change. So they don't get better because we're not being direct. And I, I do feel like sometimes managers come into the role of leadership with the perspective that I'm the fixer now. I need to find everything that's wrong to make help things get better. But in reality, all the data shows that we get more engagement, we get more productivity, we create better cultures, and we focus more on the things going well. And that doesn't mean we also don't take those moments to provide those small changes that have big impacts with the consistent feedback. But it's okay to have a conversation that's only focused on positives.
2: Yeah. Did you read my newsletter? I read all of your
0: newsletters (laughs) twice.
2: All of your newsletters twice. Anytime
0: I see a strength focused newsletter, though, especially, like I'm definitely gonna gonna read.
2: You said, let's go.
1: (laughs) On the notice strengths, I have one more thing that managers do wrong. Oh, God! Um, sorry. I'm like really thinking about this. I'm like deeply internalizing everything we're saying. God. But the thing that managers do wrong is when they assume that like their team is just like them. And so they give feedback through their lens. And it's like, your team is like, what the F? I don't know what that means. And so I've encountered that a lot when like I lead, I've like strategic and influencing strengths like i'm always thinking about the strategy and how something gets done and so when i give feedback to my team i have to like stop myself from thinking through that and then try to meet them through their strengths as well where like they might not think the same way as me and like the feedback gets wasted if i just try to make them be like me which is not the job of a manager
0: facts gb i see your hand is raised (laughs)
2: thank you thank you yes uh you know i just realized we have like three big personalities here <laughs> so i'm like we're just like and i feel like hibba and myself too like we'll just be like, nah, 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 nah. And like this is my podcast um, so- oh, i'm loving all of this i'm loving all of this
0: i do feel like so, i'm never I think, you
1: guys back again. i'm thinking
0: of the listener like half of them are like this is awesome like their energy is incredible and the other half are like this is overwhelming this is too much for me i gotta find a slower pace uh-huh.
2: We'll be no, no, we're going. Yeah. We're
0: going. like we're f- no, we're no, finding our no. audience. I love it,
2: yeah. Just as we're talking about all of this too in in Hiba's observation of like, hey, one of the biggest plunders managers can make is treating people like the manager wants to be treated versus treating people how the people want to be treated. Yeah, there's so much to cultivating. like I realize the words are like psychological safety here, but I feel like there's got to be a more elegant way of saying it but actually making sure that you have first done the work to build trust. And part of that means understanding how do people want you to show up first and foremost. And so if you take the time to learn how to understand people and the questions to ask, to get them to share more about themselves, and then you follow that up with, hey, Jacob, I heard that you really appreciate getting feedback as it's happening in this way, right? You've given me a playbook for how you want me to show up with you. It makes the process of delivering feedback so much easier for the manager. Because I was one of those folks, like we're talking about like, all right, how do my experiences of receiving feedback impact how I show up and give feedback to others? So if I was always that rep who was like, I can do, again, I could do a million things right and you point out the one thing I'm doing wrong <laughs> and I turn into an absolute puddle on the floor, then I might be more avoidant of actually giving kind of quote unquote critical feedback. So for me as a manager, what was a big eye opener was number one, reading a radical candor. And there's some line in there, I'm paraphrasing, but it says that people would much prefer working for an asshole who makes them better at their job than a nice manager who is ineffective at helping them get better. And so once I realized that, I was like, oh, like I can be the nicest manager in the world and people like me as a person can't stand me as a manager, right? So I had to like re-approach my relationship with giving feedback first and foremost. And I think there's something really powerful for me as a manager to basically gain consent on how to deliver feedback so for me it's a much easier thing of like rather than me freaking out about well how does Hibba like to receive feedback I go like hey Hibba tell me about a time it's like an interview right tell me about a time you were either like it was a teacher a coach a parent whoever it is like they give you some kind of critical feedback and they delivered it really well like what was the feedback how did they do it and let's actually dissect that now how do you think I can show up for you mm. in a very similar way So we actually have a whole conversation about what are the feedback plays that we're going to run so that you can, anticipate. like, you already know when I'm going to show up, right? You know how I'm going to show up and I'm going to, it's because you told me to show up this way. Mm, Love that. So if we need to readjust and reiterate, we can, but it's going to be really important that we be on the same page so that we can get the job done with as little friction between us two as possible
1: it's like asking that question. I try to ask every single person I manage and actually every single person I manage up, how do you prefer to receive feedback? And a lot of times people are like, oh, I want it directed in the moment. And they are liars. Yes. I literally, people be lying. I'm just like, you don't want that. I'm going to listen to you tell me, and then I'm going to do it once. And then when you react poorly, I'm going to say, hey, let's revisit that question. How do you prefer to receive feedback? And I think, like, just asking that question, you get to avoid a lot of mistakes that you would make if you didn't know the person's personal preference. Try
2: to meet people halfway. And I would also say, like, ask people to give you three examples. So, if someone says, Hey, I really like direct feedback, great. Give me three examples. Give me one example. I love that. Of a time somebody gave you direct feedback and you enjoyed it. And if they can't think of one, I was like, That might not be it. <laughs> right. So, let's revisit. Yeah. All right. Let's break it
0: down. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on providing feedback async. So, in a Slack message, via email, a text message. Hiva's making faces right now, so I think she shares a my text. shares my perspective on this. But like a reply to an email, a Slack message, like
1: if I got feedback in a text, I would be like unsubscribe. Yeah. Do not <laughs> text me ever again. I do not want to be here if you are texting me. Be
0: that so I feel like the, uh, what I want listeners to take away from this in addition to everything that's been said, of course, but is like take time. If it's important to make a change, invest the time to pick up the phone, get on a Zoom call if you're working, you know remotely. But the medium is really important when we think about how we deliver a message. If we communicate feedback via Slack or an email, something to keep in mind is you have no idea the state of mind or the mood that that person is in when they're receiving that message. Yeah. And based on their emotions in that time, they're going to completely interpret the message differently. But when you take time to have the conversation, you can build. take that moment to build rapport with them. You'll understand like what energy they're bringing. And you know, maybe you need to like provide different context to the conversation. Because all those things are a really big deal when you want to come across as a supportive boss who is there to invest in their employees as opposed to just be critical and make people feel less confident of their own abilities. Yeah. So.
1: Do you ever read feedback and then instantly think in your head that person's being a dick? Yes. That's like the first thought I always have when I read feedback and I'm working on that for myself because I don't think I actually like the written feedback. I'd rather we talk about it so I can ascertain your tone because if you're slacking me something, I'm like, oh, there he goes. He's being a dick
2: again today. Well, It's such an important piece of recognizing like how do you receive feedback because like some people, they might be hey, I want to get it written because if we just talk about it, they can't always like process everything. Like I'm one of those people who needs to write everything down first and then like maybe just take a quick moment to digest and then like actually have a conversation. So like Jacob could receive feedback and he's like, I hear you, GB, and let's talk about it in two days, right? I just need some time to percolate on it. While Hiba, you might be like, we can talk about it, discuss the end. I'm done, great. I know exactly what to do afterwards. So also part of this, Knowing how people appreciate, or can actually like internalize the feedback best, or receive the feedback best, is also understanding. Is it verbal communication? Like, is it right on time? Like, is it okay to send you a Slack message? Do you want me to do that, or would you prefer that we just like hop on a quick call? So, like, I had a rep on my team last week. I was so we we have Gong. I'm listening to the calls are having with prospects. And so I'll leave commentary on the call. Cause we have that option. It's all within the context as well. We can timestamp it. Right. So it's very specific, very much actionable. And so um, I sent him this note and then he sent me a Slack back in response to the message. And he's like leaving me an audio note. And he's like, I just feel like I could have done better. I could have done this. I could have done that. And I'm like, I don't know that me slacking back and forth with you is like the best way to give you feedback because there's much more context that it's actually easier to talk about it in long form and have a discussion and a role play about. But he's like, I want to know. So I'm like, all right, I can break out of what I typically like to do, leave him an audio note, give enough context. But I'm also like, hey, like let's actually sit down and talk about this so that we know where the feedback applies and where it doesn't.
0: So let's talk about things managers can do to give feedback effectively. We talked a lot about a lot of mistakes and we've given some best practices within there, but let's be really specific on takeaways that people can get from this podcast. So if you're talking to this manager, they have a team, they're kind of new to the role, they're not feeling super confident in their ability to provide feedback. I think a lot of times we're people pleasers, right? We really want people to feel good all the time and sometimes that can make it challenging to provide feedback. But just in general, like, what should people be focused on? if they want to be effective, they want to help their team get better?
1: I would say write down the feedback before you give it. A lot of times I write it down and then I'm like, ooh, I should not say that. Like and then I edit and I word Smith my own. Like your first pass is sometimes not your best pass. And so when I'm writing feedback, I really like to like write it. I like to leave it alone for like five to ten minutes, come back to it, read it again. And if my mind has changed or I think someone will not respond well to it, then I will change what I wrote. And I, oh, I follow the creative center of leadership, their framework of like SBI, situation, behavior, impact. And so I always try to write the feedback like that and then I'll read through it and then I'll decide if I need to edit it. But like if you try to show up to a feedback meeting unprepared, that's like the worst thing you can do as a manager.
0: I love that. Love that. Be specific.
2: Yeah. I think a lot of, I'm probably sure something similar. I know the SBI framework for me I got introduced to nonviolent form of communication before SBI. And that just resonates with me a little bit more. And so that goes, it's more about you make an observation, you share what your concern is, you then make a request. No, was it observe, concern, need request, right? You share about like what actually needs to happen. And then you ask a question, right? And that's what your request is. So with one of my reps, or let's say Jacob, right? You're the person... So I might say, "Hey, Jacob. When I was listening to this call, here's this observation that I made. Right? One of the concerns might be this. So like, it doesn't mean that like, hey, like, here's for certain what's happening. But hey, potentially why you weren't able to move us to the next step of the process is because of this thing. We didn't set an upfront contract. This can help you do X, Y, and Z. And without that, it hinders your ability to move to the next step. So moving forward, like, we need to make sure we have the next step, make sure you have an upfront contract. How do you feel about that?" Right. Because also, I think there is one thing I'll add to this, which is at least from a sales perspective, like the rep is the one who's the closest to the work. Like they're going to know a lot more contextually about what's going on than any like dashboard or report I can look at. So when I'm giving feedback, I want to make sure, number one, like, are we looking at this in the same way? Mm -hmm. Like, are we looking at the right problem? And is there an agreement about that problem? Because if there's not doesn't really matter what feedback I give. It's not going to actually help this rep. Like they're not going to be bought into the feedback. They're not going to understand why it's there, why they need to follow up with it or how it's going to impact their performance. So like if I'm just coming in, I'm like, hey, well, you didn't do this and here's what you need. Like here's very specifically what you need to do. And here's exactly how you're going to get the stuff. And I haven't actually engaged you in being like, hey, here's some high level themes and trends I'm noticing. It could be this or this, but I don't know. What do you think it is, right? Yeah. Like, let's actually have a conversation about that. Once we have alignment, then we're going to be much better. So in addition to everything that Hibba said, I think one thing that managers can do is just make sure that when they're with their reps, they're aligning on what deserves feedback, right? Yeah. When we are thinking about how to improve our performance. Yeah, I think it's a,
0: such a uh, an effective way to collaborate with your team because people are invested in the things that they help create. And if they're part of this development plan, it's going to be a lot easier for them to implement it because they're proving themselves right as they make the changes and they see the impact they want. So that's beautiful. A couple of things I'd add is one separate the thing you want changed from the person. And we kind of talked about this earlier where I think GB, you had mentioned you were called too aggressive at one time. And like, it's not about this thing that this person,
2: you know, and what? So what? <laughs> yeah. well,
1: I think you're scared. Okay, I understand. You want me to lie to you now. Got it.
0: It's amazing. But it's not about the person who they are, but it's about this thing that they do that prevents them from reaching their potential. The other piece is: don't expect every feedback conversation to end with smiles and high fives, because some people just need time to process. Right? Just because somebody's not smiling at the end of the conversation, it doesn't mean it wasn't an effective conversation. What you should be focused on instead is what was the impact of that conversation. Did people start making the changes that you need them to make? Did they get better results because of it? You're not always going to feel good in that moment. So just because somebody's not smiling, and like sending you texts about, I love you so much as my boss, after the conversation, it doesn't mean you're not doing a good job in your role. Look at the impact
2: that you're having.
1: Don't send me those texts under That's any
2: circumstances. Yeah, <laughs> please don't. Yay. Well, I don't know what to do with that. I'm I am like, tired. I will, fired. They I will have to
1: be or you to myself. Like, I will <laughs> not like that. No,
2: thank you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's a Good
1: yeah, point, though.
0: Incredible. Have you, says, Gabriel Blackwell, we appreciate you so much for being here on the Leaders Lens podcast. And both of your newsletters are incredible. So the one-on-one, I hate it here. We'll leave the link in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe. It's so much fun having you as part of this Workweek family doing incredible things here. Anything you two would like to add? You know, we went through this, we gave some incredible value, and now we got to think through, like, what do you want to add to this podcast? Is it a funny joke? Is it an inspirational quote?
2: Inspirational quote? I'm going to have to whip out my inspirational quote. I've got an inspirational quote. Okay, people won't remember what you said or what you did, but they will remember how you made them feel. So keep that in mind when you're delivering some feedback. I love that love that R.I.P. Maya Angelou thank you
0: (laughs) the legend
1: I only have Drake lyrics in my head so if I were to add anything I'm just kidding I will not I will not subject the listeners to a Drake lyric why would you not I think
0: the Leaders Ones crowd is big on Drake lyrics I feel like
2: I should do a poll on my next one
0: to get better perspective but
2: the one that pops up for me is the where he covered Kim Korten he goes, I didn't come this far to just come this far. And that applies to giving feedback to you. Made it to the manager position, not to just make it to the manager position. You did it to be the absolute best and feedback a part I of
0: love it. it. And I'll even say that to you when you're giving feedback to the person like they came this far, but don't let them only come this far. Keep helping them get a little bit better. One percent. There's levels to Drake lyrics. There's levels to all of them.
1: I mentioned this and both of you took this and ran with it. And I haven't said shit about what Drake lyric I would pick because I can't pick just one. Mm -hmm. Although I do love when he tells people to know their worth. And I think about that quite a bit because everybody is worthy of getting positive and constructive feedback to help them grow. And if you are not getting it, then you should go know your worth and get it from someone.
0: Started from the bottom. Now we're here. You know, let's go.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Awesome. I appreciate you both.
2: That was so great. Thank you. Appreciate
0: you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the show. Don't miss another episode of Leader's Lens and the inside scoop on becoming a great leader. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love Leader's Lens, please tell a friend.